live. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. That was awesome. I don't think you guys appreciate that. I, I had that right in my ear. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> that was uh, right up in your life. <laughs> so, how's everybody doing? Ask Kelly if she can hear. Kelly, can you hear us? Uh, I can't hear her. Oh, that's that. Be I fine. can hear. Try again, Kelly. Can you guys? Hear oh yeah. Me now I can hear you now. Huh, interesting. So what? What's happening? I'm about to. I'm honestly only popping in just for a moment before I gotta go again. That's awesome. Mm. Thanks for popping in. So you're here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from, Kelly? Uh, Columbus, Georgia. Very cool. Interesting times down there right now. Very interesting. You know, <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just living life. Cool. Oh, nice. You do ayahuasca. Yes, I do ayahuasca. Very, very interesting. Very interesting medicine. Yes, I have not tried that myself, but I am definitely interested in that. Um, yep. I've been talking to X here about doing some DMT. I'd like to yep. try some of that out. Plant-based medicine, that's the way of the future. Yes, it is. DMT, DMT is, is a good one, too. I have done my fair share of DMT. Um, well, you know, ayahuasca is, is DMT, but it's different. It's all got its different attributes to it, for sure. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's very interesting. So I've heard with ayahuasca, I mean, it's really with any plant-based medicine, even psilocybin and stuff, it's best to have a shaman or someone that knows what they're doing present. Absolutely. Especially with the etheogentics. Now, with DMT, eh, you could do that on your own. It would be cool to have somebody facilitate it for you who knows how to hold space like that. Um, but especially with ayahuasca, because it's not just, it's not, it's not just a psychedelic. You're opening your entire being and your entire energetics to other things that are around in other entities too. So the shaman or corandero will be there to keep you safe mm. and make sure the energetics are, you know, not balls to the wall, so to speak. Interesting. So I'm going to let Tilo jump in on this because the last time we were chatting, he was talking about some of the ceremonies that he's done and uh, and the purging. Oh, man, I really wish I could be all up in this conversation, but I'm <laughs> picking up my children from school now. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? We're going to be we do this often, so it would be good to have you back on the on this chat. Absolutely. Like we could talk all about you know, plant medicines. I am, I'm a camo practitioner and that's a frog medicine and the Amazon. Um, I, I mean, I've experienced in, um, ayahuasca, I've done bufo, DMT, psilocybin. So I'm very cool. Yeah. I, I'm diverse and knowledgeable. That's awesome. Yeah, you definitely would get along with Tilo. His he's got uh, lizards all over his didgeridoo. Awesome. <laughs> Very nice. What's a didgeridoo? Didgeridoo, you know, from Australia. Oh, oh yeah, nice. You yeah. might have heard it. 
Yeah, he started this off with the didgeridoo, and he's also got some wood flutes that uh, he did on our last one, too. It's really oh, cool man. stuff. I, I love that instrument. I love listening to it. I've never experienced it, you know, one-on-one, just, like, listening yeah, through, I, like, I don't know recording. About, yeah, me, me either. This was my definitely my first time. Uh, especially How was it? Awesome. Really cool. I bet. Ah, <clears throat> okay. Well, it was, it's was. it been great for, like, hi. the last five minutes. Yeah. Yes. Kelly, hi. Hi. <laughs> I I what we only have like four headphones, so I and there's like a bunch of us here, so Shh. I'm the odd person out. Oh, she's fine. She's not gonna. Oh wait, <laughs> Clubhouse is listening. Yeah. So is uh, Doctor Henry. Anyways, um, just want to say hi. Hey, hey, hey! I wish I could stay on longer, but I'm picking my children and I'm headed to the beach. Absolutely. So. Maybe. So nice maybe to meet you. She's. Uh, have you tested out your healing bowl or the sound bowl? My sound bowl. Yeah. I yeah. I've been playing it for a hot minute. Maybe when I get home in like thirty minutes, I can hop back on with it. Uh, we'll still be here. We dope. should be. All right. Okay. Bye. Okay. All, right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. See ya. Okay, I can see why you guys like this app. That's pretty cool. Yeah, she's super dope. Yeah. Definitely. So she's hosting an ayahuasca re- retreat in June, in Peru. That's pretty cool. I'm just reading her profile. <laughs> Neat person. Yeah, well, looking forward to having her back on. Yeah, yeah it, so she's got a, like a healing bowl? Yeah, she's got one of those like sound bowls. So she does some whatever. sound healing stuff. Yeah, oh, she does sound Those are cool. Yeah. Well, Taylor, Taylor's got and, a bunch of bowls, too. Oh, He's got bowls? Yeah, yeah. Nice. That's cool. Stinking. We should probably... Get a bowl in here. I know. That's that's what I was thinking. Get a bowl in here. Start the day off. Bing. Hit the little little, uh, bong, gong. Well, that's... And you get the uh, bowl going. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You can actually, if you want, play music on there. So, pick something. Okay. Play it. Yeah. Oh, you have to plug in the uh, USB. It's a, it is. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, then control There we go. Oh. And then everybody hears that in. in that. Neato. That's awesome. Now we've got a nice, relaxing uh, tone. I like this. This is awesome. This this podcast gets better every day. Every time we do it. <laughs> Neato, gang. All right. What the hell do you have in your hand there, Richard? <laughs> it's called the Factu Coil. What did you just call me? Factu Coil. <laughs> Factu Coil? Um, it's all tuned in the spirals. It's copper gold plated. Cool. And it's one circuit. It's got a ball on one end. And... So you can place this anywhere on the body if there's issues, and you can pull negative energy out. Ooh. And um, likewise, you can put, when you turn it around where the ball is at the front, you can put energy back in. Oh. Okay. Very neat. And this tunes into all kinds of frequencies out there because we know copper is a very good conductor of energy. Yeah. So where would you apply that? So if they're having some sort of a blockage somewhere? Yeah, yeah, even people with pain and all that, but you can use it for opening chakras. And yeah, I was going to I mean, say. I'm just, I got the book here. Okay, so it's in the 
mind of a master, mm. the guy who created a lot of this. He's gone now, but his wife is continuing with it. They got all kinds of harmonizers and, mm. you know, so all kinds of rings and coils. And these have been calibrated in, you know, ancient measurements based wow. on cubits and all that. A lot of this knowledge came from, you know, once again, the pyramids, right? Egyptian. And, uh, yeah, he did, did some pretty amazing things with this. So um, I have a really good friend who's donated a bunch of this. I don't know how much money he spent on these things, but he'd probably give me about two, three grand worth of wow. um, different devices. So I really want to figure this out a little bit more because these are nice and passive too, right? And if this works, uh, I want to incorporate it in my own so this uh, is personally and then that with clients and then hey share the information is this similar to like magnet healing um different okay yeah this incorporates all kinds of scalar and all kinds of energies as well and it's again it's just the configuration by which this is being put together that when you're done going through that book i want to i would like to maybe borrow that yeah, yeah that you would sure. be really cool absolutely because uh, as I've mentioned many times, my my goal in the future here is to open a healing clinic with, you know, primarily based on energy energy healing. But obviously, having plant based medicine in there is not going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having yoga and all like all sorts of you know whether it's sound, light, energy, whatever type of energy, because that's essentially what plant based medicine is: is sure. energy healing. Sure. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah, and I, I'm wearing this hoop around my... Yeah, that, that's interesting. And See, I would get one, like, a little bit bigger just to protect my, my personal space. Like, I, I get the hell out of here <laughs> thing. It gives you a little bit of a, you know, a Yeah, I got, I got a bigger one that's thicker. And nice. I use that uh, under my mattress as well. Perfect. So it helps you sleep. Um, Wait, you have those coils under your mattress? Yeah, I got a bigger one. One oh, I thought your mattress was made of those coils all no, over. No, no, I just put one That'd be underneath neat. there. Well, that type of stuff is, isn't too far off. Like, no. that's the cool thing about it is, is these med beds, like Tesla med beds are, I mean, they're expensive as hell right now, but that'll, that'll be something in the future yeah, for sure. Be like a VHS machine. Mm-hmm. But what so makes it so expensive? Probably proprietary aspects to it. Demand, yeah. Once, yeah, the lack of demand, yeah, that would do it too. At you know, at this well, point, if you say that you only have ten, yeah, you charge whatever you want. True. Even if it costs you nothing to make. Yep, very true. I mean, and, and the the thing is, like I've seen it for twenty grand, but I mean, how much? So, so, what's sometimes, your worth you, right? Um, it's how much value you can put in with these things. So, mm-hmm. you know, I have various devices. Like, I mean, my, my cupping machine's 7000 bucks, mm-hmm. But you know what? Um, they shouldn't cost that much, but they put back out. So I don't mind investing in that. They're good workhorses, and I've used them for what goes around five years, six years. And done a lot of good with. Well, you've it. gotten so the value out of it. I got the value out of it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, continue to use yeah. them today, right? So it becomes just relative. Um, compare that to, say, other medical devices. A surgeon's scalpel made out of specific stainless steel. Mm-hmm. They're worth like about nine hundred bucks or something like yeah. that. So one little tiny tool. Oh, absolutely. Much, right. So, yeah. 
No, I, I, I completely agree on that one. I mean, I was having a conversation with a lady in Chicago earlier, and we are talking about the EMF protection, and I was talking about the key home that covers up to 3,000 uh, 3, square feet and $3,200 U.S., but you know, it lasts for eight years, and then you can send it into head office and get them to charge it for free. So you get 16 years of coverage for your, like, of protection from 5G for your family. That's two hundred dollars a year mm. that's less than a dollar a day you know it's, it's almost 50 cents a day and so and she's like yeah you break it down like that it makes total sense it's just perspective and priority it's all in the way you look at it so Thilo <laughs> yes sir what uh yes, what's, sir. <laughs> what's new and exciting with you um just um I think we should say today is Richard's birthday. Yes, oh, I was yeah. going to bring yeah. that up. So I uh, brought that did just so you can you know, give it to Mr. <laughs> Mr. Richard. Uh, Six, nine, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> no, that's awesome. He yeah. was trying to get away with not saying anything, but that's yeah. a good celebration. I actually wore this pendant. Uh, viewers I was going to see, ask about that. This pendant um, represents um, a, abundant harvest, and so I wore it for everybody in the room. I thought it'd be a, uh, for all of us to have an abundant harvest coming up. I really, really wish that for all of us. That's really cool. Um, I just, it's like an intention. So similar to that medicine, this for me is like intentional medicine. When I put it on today, I thought about all of you, and I said, "Well, you know what? We everybody deserves to have um, abundance, like overflow. Mm-hmm. This this thing of you know, because I've been working in healing." arts now for over 15 years and sometimes i met a lot of people that were healers that were that were broke and when you're coming from a place where you don't have a lot of money and you're doing this kind of work it's really hard to show up as a strong healer when you're constantly worried about uh, the financial aspect of life and you know the reality is we still need money to survive and it's an energy exchange so i wore this when i put it on i said you know may this bring not just uh, financial abundance to all of you, but you know, with the fat, with your families, and with the chaos that's going on in the world, which it is chaos for me because I'm I'm seeing another level of insanity mm-hmm. with people running with masks, driving with masks. The whole family's got masks on, and I'm seeing more and more of a of a of a like I th- I would call it erosion of of, of almost like our own inner intuition, mm-hmm. and you know, like like how do we how do we become intuitive, more intuitive? with things we, we we need actually we need to be able to breathe we need room we mm-hmm. can't be all like uh, like hunkered down like this it's not good and so um i wore this so all of us can create not just abundance you know in our uh, personal life but also for our individual soul like you know you, you want to you have another mission in your life and you have another mission and you have a mission richard is on his mission and i'm on my mission the mm-hmm. fact is that as men we when we're on a mission as men, we're so like, there's actually, there's the universe will just keep on giving us these amazing experiences. Cause they say, you know what, if you want to do that, I'm going to connect you with some really good people. And 100%. that's, a, that's the cats I want to roll with. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying? Or bears. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's many of us here. So. <laughs> or white buffaloes. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, that's, there's many and we're all one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah, it's and I, I think you know you, you mentioned that you know Jihad has his path. I've got my path, right? And and you know it makes me think of the craziness that's happening in our world. And I wonder are we are we going down you know a timeline split 
And depending on the frequency that yes. you, you carry or where you vibrate will exactly. depend on which timeline go. Yes. Um, you know, it, it, for w- one thing that I do understand or recognize, if you will, about the situation that we're going in is until we have a collective awakening, like we've all awakened, we're all conscious, but until we have the collective consciousness yes we won't get that switch over into full ascension like we should uh and, and that makes a lot of sense to me and I'm, that's why i'm so grateful for this this is whether we know it or not attributing to the collective consciousness consciousness yes our okay. energy portrays out to everybody that is in in the field and whether they know it or not Mm-hmm. They get they get a little piece of the action here, right? Yeah. So how, <laughs> how how boring would it be though if everybody was conscious? So everybody knows everything and is chilling. But I mean, I wouldn't we, say that we'd be out of business. <laughs> no, uh, for what we do currently, sure. But we would just change. I'm like, kidding, yeah. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I no, because I, but no, but you, you make a valid point because it, we what we're talking about can be referred to or or um, looked at as utopia, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, the whole utopian state. I think that that's that's not going to work because it's it's only going to be a matter of time until someone's like, ah, now nah, fuck this, it's boring. Let's fuck some shit up. Well, <laughs> well actually, you know, we when we were remember last time when we talked, I said about the. When people are doing like breath work and stuff, you know, like you figure they do a few sessions and then everything is clear. It doesn't work that way because maybe you have a tragedy in your family or maybe something happens to your wife or maybe you have mm-hmm. an accident. Then all of a sudden you start to have different breakdowns, you know, either physically, emotionally, mentally. And so then you've got to recalibrate. And so mm-hmm. that isn't going to ever stop. So mm-hmm. the fact is, I don't think we are going to get to a spot where we're all like the consciousness is we may reach a certain level, but we're always going to have. His, you know, curveballs are going to hit us real mm-hmm. hard, and we're going to have to go. Like, how am I going to manage that? You can sit here and say, "Oh, you know, I've got it together," but then all of a sudden, someone, cr- you know, you ca- someone crashes into your car and you're in the hospital. I mean, everything changes; your whole world changes. So, I think we never really become like we're never really ascending to, you know, to, the, to perfection. We're ascending, and then oh, we're going to get a little push down and up, and then down. so that's the cool part about doing what you do because people mm-hmm. are always going to say, "Hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. Can you help me? I really need this." Richard, I'm, I'm having this issue with my knee. It just it just came up. I, can you help me with it? Yeah, I can help you. So you know, I can. I, I need a massage. Whatever we need, I think we're always going to need support from different avenues, and we're never really got it kind of figured out or whatever. That's just that's what I've noticed. So it, it, you know, to me, that's living a life of serving. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. ser- you. serving the, the the better. You know, serving each other. Yeah. You know, and then that, in that, yeah, we'll never, we'll always, we'll always be serving each other in one one way or another. Exactly. Um, Actually, also at the same time when everyone's elevating at the same, coming together, we elevate our game. We go to the next level. Yeah. We say, hey, welcome to level one. We're yeah. we're working on level two now. Yeah. And and so forth and so forth and so much to learn. I mean, yeah. You're still learning <laughs> for the last forty years. Because I don't, right? I, I don't think true ascension happens. In this dimension, on this planet, in this realm, you know, the, the true ascension would be after whatever the hell we're going on or going through here. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I, I don't think that that's I think that might be a miscon- misconception or something that just kind of drags people along 
yeah. um, that, oh, you know, it's going to happen one day. I don't know if it will, but not in this particular lifetime. Very. What if this is? If it's just continual, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a big what if. What if this is it? It always happens. <laughs> what if this is as far as we get, and we're just in a constant struggle to keep trying to wake that's people a, that's up? That's a possibility too. I and mean, then it's... maybe we've already reached them. Maybe everyone that's already, I don't know. It seems like there's a lot more stupid people out there than there is. I mean, lately it's been seeming that way. But I think, and, and you can definitely agree on this, because we've had this conversation before, when, like, the more awake and conscious you become, the more you recognize how unconscious other people are. So we just see it, mm-hmm. I think, more than other people yeah. maybe do. And it's fucking trying, because you're like, why? How can I see this stuff that's happening right in front of our fucking face, but you can't? Because you don't see what level, like with Jihad's talking about levels, right? So like, yeah. you think about it in terms of growth, mm-hmm. right? Like me and Casey talk about it in terms of trees, right? And like yep. the tall, like you would have to assume that the taller trees have a different perspective of the world than the, t- the yep. shorter ones, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if the taller ones block them out, right? They only see so far, mm-hmm. right? So like as human beings grow, it's inevitable that they outgrow people out, you know, Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But, like, the reason why you can see it and they can't is because even though you think you're on the same level, mm-hmm. you're actually seeing it from a different perspective or multiple perspectives instead of just the one that they do. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's just growth. That's just, you know. And, and the other point that I wanted to uh, add in there, like, if you looked at it, uh, like, almost a little bit differently and see it like the pathway of ascension's more like a highway or a freeway. Right? Um, but it's also sometimes like a... Remember Mario? When you went a certain distance, you couldn't go back. Mm-hmm. And then the time mm-hmm. would run out. Imagine if it just continuously scrolled. And like you just died, came back up. And it just continuously scrolled until you got the level done. Right? But you have multiple different pathways to go down as you go up. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the way I see it. Mm-hmm. Right? For Ascension is... You will get dragged. If you don't, it don't matter. You go through, like, a very, very dark ascension. You'll get dragged. You'll mm-hmm. come out the other end okay. Right? And it's just going to suck for a while. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. But, you know, it depends. Then you get better at it, and you can pick and choose which pathways you want to go. Or, if we're always going to keep getting dragged down, imagine trying to climb out of a no, well and people beneath you getting, trying to pull you're you. You're getting dragged forward. But imagine just surrounding yourself with people that all want to just... Get to the next level, and then we elevate faster. Well, that that's where the the collective. But you can't get away from. But that's why we fall. Because we keep bringing, we keep coming back to society. Well, it's more like it. It's it's more so, um, like in order to grow, you have to break the mold, mm-hmm. right? And then you can yeah. grow again, and then you break it, and then you grow and you break it, and you grow and you break it. What do you think, like? Imagine being awake and growing as a human being. It's got to be painful, right? So a lot of our growth happens when we sleep. Mm. Right? And, and, and stuff like that. At least that's what I found, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, like I always heard my, uh, one of my nieces like constantly in pain when she was sleeping. My sister was like, you know what? There's nothing I can do about it. She's just growing. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, that's got to be. Literal growing pains. Right? So mm. um, like as a society, let's say that. Let's say that we all go... We all decide, 
and it's all in one direction, right? You brought up another point, right? Like at some point, if you think about it, if you're always constantly growing without noticing that you're growing, right? Are you growing? There has to be. It's like a yes and a you're no. Right, it's yeah. sort of like, are, like if you're constantly floating in water and you're not moving, are you like, what's happening? Right. So you, there has to be some form of like eventual resistance against it. Mm. Right. So like we go, 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 go. And we get to like, you know, like dark, you know, iron, silver, no bronze, silver, golden. And then we fall down from that. Right. It's just another mm. cycle that we go through to. And it's growth. Like rings in a tree. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And sometimes people just kind of get stuck like during the fog. If at all, yeah. <laughs> and um, I remember hiking the West Coast trails back in, I don't know, late 60s, I guess. And that was uh, quite the journey, too, because it's not like what it is these days, you know. <laughs> mm. Broken ladders and... Uh, anyways, was coming along the shores, and it often gets foggy. And there were these, this boat from the U.S., they were quite close to the rocks, and they didn't know where they were. <laughs> mm. So they they were asking, like, is this, whatever, some point in the U.S.? And here they were just off the west coast of Vancouver Island. They got that far lost in the whole thing. Wow. And ready to crash their boat. But I guess we answered them. We are told where they were at and give them the direction, and, and um, they were very happy in getting that, so... Know, it's again being in conscience to yeah the people out there we can see them right now and you think they're pretty messed up yeah they're lost people but just keep keep you um, open to whenever somebody's asking hey where am I <laughs> you know and giving them some little direction maybe they'll get back on the path and find their way out of the fog right that's true at the same time they gotta want it. They gotta want it. Absolutely. They don't want it. You give them directions to. They're gonna crash then. Yeah. And then maybe they're gonna want it. <laughs> I did the West Coast Trail too. Did you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> About uh, eight, no, nine years ago, and it was the most hardest time in my life. <laughs> One of them, because I didn't train properly. I, I thought you could do paddleboarding. Six times I went paddleboarding. I think that was enough to train for eight, ten days of hiking. Very strenuous, and the first. Two days, I cried almost the entire way. I had tears streaming down my face. I didn't have the energy. I was going to get a helicopter to air, lift me out and pay the two, $300 because I just was in so much pain. And then all of a sudden, I said, you know what? I'm going to stick it out because I decided to do it. And um, I think it taught me a lot about myself. I think that the, the funniest story I think I, that happened to me on the trail was on the Second last day, I was sitting on the side of the trail, and I was emotionally, I was just really tired, and I just had my eyes closed, and I was kind of like, I had a really, really weak moment. I was super hungry, but I had a lot of food in my pack, but I was hungry, and I was just sitting there, and a woman walks by, and she goes, are you okay, sir? And I said, I'm, I'm hungry, <laughs> like that, and she goes, John give him the cheese and he goes not the cheese and she goes get the cheese out of your backpack the man's starving <laughs> and, and then he had a, he had a big block of cheese and, and they gave it to me and 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 then my best friend came up behind me and he says i saw some commotion what did you do and i go i got a big really big chunk of cheese he goes you got tons of food i know what i said i was just crying because i was emotional <laughs> so i got a big chunk of cheese and the, and the guy was really not happy to give it up but the girl was totally happy 
So that was my. Uh, <laughs> it shows you, you know, like, and then, and then on the last day, she came up to me and she goes, "Oh, I'm really low, and we have no toilet paper." I said, well, actually, I got an extra roll. So I, I traded or I gave her some toilet paper. So in the end, cheese for toilet paper. I don't know if we can do that during a pandemic. but Yeah, I was going to say a little, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> that was a much more valuable trade for her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's pretty cool. It's, it's funny that you guys bring that up. I was just talking to Gabby yesterday about doing the West Coast Trail. Really? Uh, yeah, uh, that's just something that we both want to do. Mm-hmm. That'd be a fun one. Well, yeah. yeah. Any cougars to watch out for? Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, there's, there's, there's some wildlife, but not much. Uh, the more important thing is it's it, because it's so many people and so crowded, and you you you, you, you got to book early, and well, you need to yeah. every day you hike, you need to stop by at least by three. If you stop by like four or five, generally there's not a lot of good spots left for the tents because oh. it's like fully maxed out, and wow. and you got to give yourselves. They say seven days, but I would say ten, and that way you can take your time and mm-hmm. have a little extra. Like if you're on a really in a rush great but if you give yourself more time you can actually enjoy that we were just pushing every day to try to get it done and it just mm-hmm. it created a lot of a lot of stress wait this trail is seven days long uh, which, well some guys do it in i think some guys do it in like 28 hours they run it oh, the entire yeah. way you're camping out there then. But we're camping we're and, you, and then you can't you have to bring out all your garbage and you can't you can't keep your garbage you have to take you got to bring all your food all your water and all your everything has to go in and out with you so you got to pack for you know at least seven or eight days if you're going mm. go. mm. yeah, to go and make sure to bring some good <laughs> really good. Yeah. Maybe some cheese, but yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> some cheese. When we did the journey, not the cheese. We, uh, <laughs> we took a lot of freeze-dried foods, and it's just like uh, not if to eat freeze-dried foods in those days. I mean, yeah, you know, it's like pretty harsh. Mm. It did not taste even. We were about two thirds of the way through. We were just like told on the other end of the trail so we came down from the south up the north side was Bamfield and um, anyways people were saying yeah there's a hamburger stand out there yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, we stopped and had a hamburger too <laughs> nice and so uh, you know that's all $17 for a burger but it was good. Oh, man. Man. best burger you've ever had probably <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was how many guys it was three guys three girls and um, some of the ladies ended up crying because the trails were not repaired, and there's the mm. ladders that you got to They're broken. They were broken. They were yeah. broken, right? Yeah. Oh, oh. And, oh, yeah, it was very tricky. Yeah. And then you go through the blowdown area, yeah. and these trees, they fall on top, and I don't know, you may be 30, 40, 50 feet off the ground, yeah. <laughs> and they'd be moss-covered and slowly walking across that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now it's get, now mm. it gets maintained. It gets maintained, but we did a couple of mistakes. You know, you can, if you yeah. go along the ocean, you can cut, you know, you can cut your travel in half. Mm-hmm. But the problem is if you don't get the right tide and you go into the ocean and it comes in, yeah. then you're, you're really in trouble. And, and yeah. if you're fully loaded, like we're talking 60 to 70 pound packs, mm-hmm. and then you've got to get out and the water's coming in super fast and you can't necessarily cut right back in through the forest. You have to go back the same way. Waste a lot lot of time yeah a lot of time so it was it was honestly it was the most i think if you end up doing it you'll it will test your your relationship mm-hmm. yourself yourself courage like inside you really got to pull in all your your strength and i would train 
really good before I go, just so you could, so you're physically strong. Mm-hmm. Because when you come to a ladder, it could be like a hundred feet high, but if there's three groups before you, you have to wait till everybody does the ladder going in the other direction. Now, mm-hmm. in those days, they didn't have it. Now you go both directions. So if you're, if you're, you, you may have to wait for an hour before you can even cross a, a stream because you have to wait for all the other parties to go mm. first and then you go and you know what I mean so it's not just you're hiking you're hiking you're stopping and there's thick mud sometimes it's that thick yeah. and your knees well, is that deep in the elements eh? yeah <laughs> Sounds it, like it rained for nine days when we were there <laughs> oh, we were there oh, for shit. in total we were at ten but for the night I think it, the first day was sunny the rest it rained you know how they have that anti-stink you know like sportswear yeah. doesn't work <laughs> yeah. because when you're sweating all day and you're no. getting rained on and then at night you go you, you know you just you reek. Oh yeah, no, that, you'd be throwing something fierce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but, but going through the mud is interesting <laughs> because um, yeah, I remember going in there and you just passed the boots up. And, you know, I didn't have tall boots, so just mud, wash them off, rain. So we created fire. I remember putting my boots near the fire. Well, guess what? My boots got on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Too much heat. Yeah, too much heat. So those are the kind of things you don't think about, and you know you're cold and whatever. So what? You walk barefoot back? No, I still managed to have it. Bring a roll of duct tape. Very. That's cool. Yeah, very interesting journey. Um, but it's like you say, physically good shape. But if you maybe get um, challenged sometimes, so you know mentally. You know, can be a bit challenging. Must be nice to be out there though in the elements and just yeah. survivor kind of style. Yeah. And then uh, you could <laughs> remember we had to cross the, the Nittanak Narrows, and in those days you were dependent because the natives had this boat. <laughs> I don't know if they went in those, yeah, but they got more organized. And if they're on a bit of a party scheme, <laughs> you could be stuck for days <laughs> because. <laughs> Chief is not there, right? Oh man! <laughs> but uh, we were we were lucky. We managed to get uh, get across it. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, great journey. But it's just like like life. So sometimes when you do a challenge like it, and then you compare even with other crises, perhaps or challenges that we might face. Mm-hmm. Um, again, mental preparedness. Um, sometimes people who are too confident themselves um they can be learn a bit of a lesson oh yeah Yeah. oh yeah when we were there there was you know they tell you on the wall like how many people have gone before you and then when we came back in the two weeks we went there was 13 people airlifted out by helicopter (laughs) from injuries because there's a lot of um, you walk a lot, a lot of uh, logs, and they're rounded and they're very slippery. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do sometimes have things, and you have decent shoes, but it could be a very heavily rained day. And if you, I found poles. If I didn't have poles, I'm not sure I would have been able to finish it. The poles help you kind of balance, especially when you're going down really big, you know, like really steep, steep logs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You can't always use them, but poles is definitely probably my number one thing for people to do is always have a set of poles because it mm-hmm. they help you so much. Especially Especially when you're walking across, and then you have just that little bit of balance. And um, 
I did something really silly. I, I thought, oh, I don't want to cook the first three days. I'll bring the food already pre-made. Oh, yeah. But I didn't realize that rice is heavy with water. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I carried it all on my back. <laughs> and then I realized after that, you know, I, I didn't, all the guys in front of me with all their, like, jet stoves, they were actually faster <laughs> than me with all my <laughs> wet food. Because <laughs> I thought I was going to be more. But you don't have, you don't gain anything by bringing it already pre-made. It's actually better to make it fresh. Mm. So those are all little, uh, anyways, little things. Wouldn't it be cool if we made that, like, mandatory? You finish high school, hey, write a passage. You mean, like, 300? Yeah, like 300, except this is our version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. It's a good idea. <laughs> Who are you the life lessons we learn. Or even immigration. Come into this country, hey. Yeah, yeah. Go to the West Coast Trail first. Yeah. I like it. We're going to, the airplane drops you off there. You got to cut through that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no, it's it's terrible. (laughs) I think today when the people sort of stuck, you know, they're all into their iPads and their phones and just the reality. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get rid of all smartphones. Yeah. Let's go out there. Let's test what's, and get connected. Well, you know what's really cool? Back in the days, like the yogis, the when you come of age, the man after you have your kids, or you let go of everybody, you go off to the wilderness or whatever the jungle. You don't see, you don't come back. You come back, get enlightened, whatever, survive on your own. Come back, you come back with a different insight on everything, right? Mm. So that's an ancient thing. Be cool if uh, our kids get that too. See where we go. Another interesting journey you did, you know, life is just full of journeys and we can take them. Um, this was going back probably around the same time, late 60s. Uh, we took our dance speech, used to do take the dance speech all the way up the coast, across the Vancouver Island, up and down the island. We made one trip to the west coast of Vancouver Island and mm-hmm. it was all logging roads. <laughs> it's not the highway, you have no. Yeah, no. <laughs> And um, (laughs) we just figured this is going to be a nice, easy journey. Get out of Port Alberni and over the logging road, guys in four-by-fours going by and leaving you in the dust and all Mm -hmm. that, right? So this one guy came and joined us, and um, (coughs) Bruce, and he saw, you know, he's pretty good on his bike. And, um, but eventually after we got out of Port Alberni, we uh, going up and down. You mm. get up the peak and you figure, okay, I'm going to see the ocean. No ocean there. Down. Mm. And we didn't bring enough food along with us. Finally, we hit it at night. Um, but on, on the way, Bruce, who was like Superman, or thought he was Superman, he went crazy. He jumped off his bike, literally jumped off his bike and started stomping on his bike and bent his rims. Oh, he started losing it. <laughs> he oh, literally went crazy. And um, anyways, he had to uh, get a jump, do some, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, hitchhiking and get a trip to the West Coast. And we met, met him there, you know. And then he cut his way out afterwards while we had to ride back. Mm. So, wow. anyways, just, I think it just becomes good and relative to but life can present ourselves when we decide to go on some of these journeys, you know, test us for who we are. And I think kind of like t- today, what is the journey out there? <laughs> it's pretty crazy, pretty wild, you know, to keep ourselves stable as well in that and the right perspective, know where are we going, right? Mm-hmm. Know, know where you're going. 
you're going to face the challenges and the craziness of other people out there. But, um, and there's a lot of that lately. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So can this flute heal us? Yeah. <laughs> uh, more people actually ask for this than any other instrument that I play. Everybody that this one feels so felt pretty cool. Felt the vibration right there. Yeah, I normally work on people's uh, chest or in their feet, especially their, through their feet, because Richard works a lot on people's feet. And people like this through the feet. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe why don't you work? No, 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 my feet. No, it's just I don't want you guys staring at my feet. <laughs> and um, uh, originally, well, this is what they told is that they used to take fire between communities. So what happens is they would they'd have a log like this and then they'd put flame or like um, like hot coals inside here and then they would carry it to the next community as a kind of way to share fire. So that's one of the ways that this was used, not just for, for playing, but for actually transporting fuel. Wow. And uh, in... I'm not an expert at this, but traditionally they said, the natives said when these were blown, that's what formed the galaxy. So basically, when you're blowing it into the sky like this, you're, you're, you're creating the solar system. That's how mm. the stars were created through, uh, through, uh, through their culture. Very cool. Which I think is really cool. So when I play it, I visualize like stardust going through people. And, oh, neat. Um, I actually play it into people's water, like I can play it into your water and you can actually energetically play it into any kind of even i'll play a little bit right now that's oh I'm yeah playing. by all means so i'm going to play it into your chest okay I'm play it into your chest just sit back for a second okay. and then just pull the mic a little actually talking when I'm doing this I'm actually talking to you oh. mm. communicating with you I'm, I'm just saying hi I'm going like this What's coming through for me is like your ancestors are talking through. Mm. I, I'm not doing anything. They're just coming through me, your ancestors. Channeling. They're channeling and they're talking to your heart. Neat. Very That's cool. Because I've never played that way before. Just came through how you're, like how you are. It, how many, how it's, many. it's like you said how, uh, the last time with the flutes, how you, you, like, you just play it as you go. Exactly. Very exactly. cool. And and can you does it do you, could you feel any kind of connection when I did do that because of because I I could feel like your ancestors were trying to talk to you but I didn't know what they were saying because that's for you to decipher. Yeah, I'll do it again. If I knew before, I would have probably tried to try to channel something. But yeah, yeah. I was just I trying to feel again. the vibration. I was like, I felt cool. Topically. I'm gonna do it again and see if you can actually see if we can link in. Mm-hmm. 
That was all of them. That was uh, that was cool. That was cool to watch. <laughs> Shane really wants one. No, I just I could I could feel it. I could I you could feel the 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 base of it. And so I've always I've always liked the didgeridoo. I've always yeah. found it to be a very cool instrument. That's cool. Nice. That was awesome. Love it. The universe is all sound and light. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So, yeah. I definitely woke up. <laughs> 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 I got all this energy now. <laughs> New vibrational energy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So. So you were talking in there. You can. You're making words or. Yeah, you're sounding well, I, was, I was asking Universe for information for you, and they just said, "Say this to him." And then I you just, know what you said? I have no idea. Okay, it's, it's not. It's not it's in. It's not in the 3D world. It's not something I can. Because then it'd be too heady. Mm-hmm. It comes from I don't know. Spirit just says, "Tell him this. It's your. It's it's up to you. Like I can speak it, and then you're, it's your." kind of your if you're really tuned in you'd be able to pick up little pieces of what it is and it doesn't have to be in the logical mind like you don't it's, you're not it's not trying to tell you to do something it's mm-hmm. just it's a feeling like like i think there's support for you is what i got I, I, this is the piece i got there's like you have a lot of support to call in you have a lot of support in, in you have a lot of support in your in your lineage it's time for you to call on it once in a while that's what I. That's mm. that's the information that came through to me. It's more like you 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 have all the resources. Now it's time to learn how to access them, like fully, because you know you have a busy life with your family and everything. So this is just more like you know how you were saying about write a write a passage. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most missing piece in society today in in our culture is write a passage for young people. Everybody's completely lost. I, I've gone to things where kids, they don't even know how to, you know, they wouldn't know how to use a knife, an axe, or nothing. They could never really survive, right? So it's very, um, to me, it's one of the most important things. Right, of, right of passage is, is probably, I've done lots of men's retreats where we do kind of rite of passage as well, which is also pretty cool. So um, rite of passage being, you know, breath work, ceremony, sweat lodge, jumping in the ocean, uh, music night, there's many things. So I think rite of passage is not a dead thing. It's just not a lot of young people maybe get the opportunity. It's not really a Western thing, right? Yeah. It's but really a, we need to definitely bring that in now that we are all, even though we're a big uh, melting pot of all different cultures, mm-hmm. it'd be nice to create something for our, our community. That's right. Maybe that's one, one of the biggest I think that's a good initiation to anyone that joins our team. Right, we'll be part of our. You know, you know, we have to do those rite of passages first, though. I know, I'm not (laughs) dreading that. Seven days in the woods is careful what you wish for, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But you're saying there's many things we can do, so yeah, it's not just. uh, Yeah, I think we have all the tools, right? All the basic tools for survival. Everything, survival, literal survival in the woods. Mm-hmm. You know, your breath work, how to manage your emotions and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how to eat, I don't know. I'm sure there's energetic stuff we can do to... Yeah. I can probably t- toss in there. But it'd be nice to create like a crash course of this. That'd be pretty nice. That would we should be just cool. call it Rite of Passage. Mm-hmm. The Rite so, of Passage. <laughs> that'd be uh, good. That would be... Let's put it together. Something for the future. Let's, let's throw it on the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I don't know there's no more room on that whiteboard left. No, we're gonna, <laughs> I was thinking about that earlier, man. We're going to take a picture of it and clear it off. Yeah. It's getting that's, stagnant. There's a lot of stuff we've checked off. Oh, yeah. No, that's what I mean. But anyways. Yeah. Um, Mike, rite of passage for Wonder Tree? Mm-hmm. 100%. What would you add or take away? Um, probably, like, by the way, Wonder Tree is the community that we've been preparing to oh. grow one day. I'd probably add brackets with an S in the middle of it to write. Right? Because there would be like a... There's many. But mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't like... See, my whole thing with rights is I still associate it with slavery. Whereas like freedom, I would want people to have freedom. Right? So like the pathway to freedom is like what I'd really want people to like... Like, for you to be able to choose how you learn, right? Not dictated how, you know, people want you. Because, like, one thing that human beings are never shown is that you're conditioned. We are... Manifestation comes at the level of, like, even what you learn, you continue to learn. And how you learn or are taught to learn is how you continue to relearn shit. But that's not necessarily true to you, right? Like, you, you learn different than me. Big time. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure everybody in the room learns different than me. So why should I have to learn how you learn? Yeah, but I guess the rite of passage is a challenge. doesn't matter how you learn. It's how you apply it. Hmm. Like a test. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're talking about? I guess so. That's so wrong. Learning from a new perspective. And then you have to unlearn. Oh, unlearning what you know is very important, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's that way of learning. So how many people, when they graduate, what do they get? They get that piece of paper, they get their certificate, whatever, they get their title, and then they put on the dunce cap. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I think they don't know, know it all, right? Yeah. And they pride themselves, ego gets elevated, and it's... You know, look at my titles, right? Yeah. God, you know, went to steps, whatever, UBC, all these high-end universities. And when I kind of got free from that, so I never went to any of my graduation ceremonies. <laughs> high school, PCIT, you know, I just didn't, like, Give something them. was didn't feel right. And I just didn't bother going, right? That's fair. And when I got out of our... Um, institutions from mainly learn. Um, the greatest learning I've done is when I kind of just accept it, and people ask me, "Where did you learn this stuff?" And I say, "You know, the universe." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like well, it's been that way. I'm driving along, I get an idea, mm-hmm. and when you get that sort of channel to you, you get, "Oh wow, this is amazing." You really become alive. It's not kind of conditioning the other way. It's like learn the formulas, learn this, learn that. This is the way it is, right? Right. Being told what the institution not. makes you. You're not valid unless you learn from uh, an institution. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, right? You can't learn from the universe. Can't learn from the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can't learn from other people. Civilization-wise, jihad. Like look at the, what we're in right now, and it's where kids learn inside of. Right. Boxes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why you gotta think outside the box. Well, but continuously break. <laughs> no, you have to continuously break your own ceiling. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not true. the ceiling of the society or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so when... when <laughs> but it's, that's very valid. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, you know, so often. Well, you must have been at many universities. I said, well, no, it's the universe. It's all around me. Oh, so my God, University. That's yeah. it's it's got the word university. university. Yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any degrees? Yeah, three sixty. It's all around me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 no, but it's the truth, right? Yeah, and, and uh, because I worked like with Richard for many years, I noticed some people when they want to see him, they they want something um, like on a piece of paper on the wall in order to feel like that he's a valid or he has the knowledge or he has a certain skill set and then i realized that even if he even if he had it it didn't it wouldn't matter because um it's like what about the results yeah. how how how, how l- yeah. why don't we just look at the results right now and worry less about all the fancy stuff you know on the walls and all the you know don't worry about the fenders on the car but is the engine's decent you know does the engine run and stuff and um I've 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 gone to different schools for breath work and sometimes if you don't you know continue to do it you can lose your facilitator training you can lose your status as a as a healer but you don't really lose it because you become better and better and better all the time anyways why do you have to go back to relearn something that you already already mm-hmm. passed by that that's yeah. a, that's an old road sign so. I understand that in like a, a real estate or insurance and stuff like because I'm thinking like oh that's just continuing yeah, education changes. right yeah. yeah but I think breathing is pretty much always just going to be breathing well I don't know how much but you do evolve you do evolve as a breather as a you know as a facilitator mm-hmm. but it's not like you have to go to these so I I, I dropped out of a lot of um that, what do you call it the retrainings because I'm always learning something different. I do stuff in many sessions where I just do something for the person and they say, who taught you that? I said, you did. They said, what do you mean I did? I said, when I was working on you, the message came through that you needed me to do this. And I, but how did you know? I said, I did it. I just listened to the information that was given to me and I followed it. But it was so cool. It was like, yeah, it was, but I didn't do it. Yeah, it, it's it was not so me. cool because That's you sweet. told me to do it. Yes. That's why you liked it so much. So what do you call yeah. that then? Intuition or trust in... I think that intuition, intuition? T- uh, telepathy, almost, channeling. Connecting with greater consciousness, Yes, possibly. Oh, yeah. It happens every single session I work on. I have something new information come down the pipe and... I'll reuse the information later and then it, it gets expanded to some other information mm-hmm. because I did that information and the more I trust and you know what not all of it works and that's okay yep. but the stuff that does work you know the cool one of the coolest things you, you know how you have fans you know like fans for like you know keeping them cool like in Asia they have those bamboo yep. fans yep. Yep. Spirit said this person needs needs to be fanned and i'm like I, and they were just hanging on my wall i'd never taken them off before and i just said this seems weird but okay if that's what they need and then they said oh my god i thought the eagle was flying next to me it was so amazing how did you do it and it was just and it was just some fans going <laughs> right but that was enough for to them to actually have an amazing session and they said they felt like they got their spirit animal because they were you know they felt, so again you know you couldn't have 
I couldn't have predicted that two fans on the wall were going to really change this person's experience completely. And then at the end, I said, um, so if I were to do it again, what do you think? And she says, no, it was just in that moment. I needed that. And then mm-hmm. that's it. So then I tried it with some other clients, you know. And for them, it didn't, it didn't, work. It didn't resonate. Yep. And then I realized that not everything resonates. I think I, I may have spoken about this last time. Everyone learns a little differently and receives information differently. So if I play the didge for you, uh, maybe you resonate more in your, you know, in your chest because, you know, that's kind of, it grounds you, it makes you feel good. Maybe you, like you said, you maybe like it more in your feet because you, because that's how you receive information sometimes through your feet or you may like it different. So everybody receives. I feel like I'd want you to play it directly at the heart shock. Heart shock. Yeah, exactly. And so that's kind of what I love about Personally. music. You, you don't know. And so I test, I've tested out cause I've, I got all my instruments hanging in the room. So I, and I'm going through all of them, sometimes different ones, trying different things and seeing what people resonate with. Mm-hmm. And then I watch their reaction, not just do it and just randomly do it, actually see what is their reaction. Are they? Is it? Is it? Are there? Is their body really enjoying this, or are they think it's just because uh, cadence is the most important thing in sound healing? Is cadence? People come in too hard. They come in too fast. You got to come in so slow because people are so sensitive. You just mm-hmm. come in just gentle around their feet first, then work your way up through. You know what I mean? Don't just go right with the drum and full yeah. on bash in their heads. Well, for that's listening to all this. There's so many different things when it comes to like these different types of healings that ego can definitely get in the way. Oh, for sure. Because it, to me, that would be ego that would want to like, just come in their heart and be like, Oh, I've experienced this. So that you, so you can experience yes. it too. Like they can, but it's going to take time just like it did with you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've got this app that I, I purchased for my, um, for my birthday called sync tuition. And it gives you these journeys that you do. And like, it, it's quite interesting going up, up the the journeys because like i took a little bit of a break and then i hopped back into it where i was before and I, it was like the first couple of times i did doing it again i'm like eh, this is uh not as interesting and it doesn't feel as good as the first time but it, it takes a bit for yes. and it's like uh when we were talking about when i first started doing the energy healing and i told you that he released the shackles i had shackles on my wrists yeah and he released those, and, and Mike said to me, he's like, oh, did you know who put those there, though, right? <laughs> I'm like, yes, it was me. <laughs> Meaning they were already in the, in the process of being put back on, um, and they'll always be in the process if, if you don't attend to that and, and uh, treat. Were you like, saying you were having a harder time in the beginning, and then as you did more of it, yeah, yeah, as you do, as, yeah, as you do more, it just and it, and it changes too, because my my the healing session that I did yesterday was great. It went really well. The healing session that I did before that was terrible because I thought, oh yeah, it's going to be really good. And then, could you know, the, my ego was just like, oh, I'm getting really good at this, and then the universe is like, ah, gotcha, bitch. Yeah, no, you don't you <laughs> figure it out. You don't. Yeah, no, I, but that's that's all part of you know that's that's learning, right? That, that's the up and down, ups and flows, yin yang, right? That's that's going through that that helps you grow overall. You know what? Over time. It brings me another point actually because the way you were talking about it, it's also you need to have you need to surrender to it. Like I know there's some people that come to a treatment mm-hmm. and they'll say, "Oh yeah, I want the treatment," but they're not really open to it. So yeah. what do you think about that? Like they don't actually believe in it or. Surrender to the system. 
It's funny because it's, it, it ends up being ego. You mm-hmm. you up here tries you try to control it, and the more you try to control that, it's the harder it's going to be for you. I, I got you know when you said I don't know if this is coming through, but um, Richard um, Richard's going to teach me. No, Richard is going to support me on how to use the wands that he uses, you know, mm-hmm. and I believe already I can do it. Like I believe in myself that I can do it. And so knowing that I can do it is already, already, um, cause it's an extension of your consciousness. And so I'm really excited. Like tomorrow him and Eric, he's going to teach me like live. And I already know it's going to be amazing just from the, with no attachments to the outcome, but just knowing that because I know he's an amazing teacher and also he's really tuned in. Just trusting in everything we do as energetic healers and as different types of healing, just trusting in yourself that this is, you know, for the good of this person. Because I, I used to, because I, I, I went to different shaman conferences and, you know, there was, there's like 30 to 100 shamans in the same room and there's egos flying around like crazy. Mm-hmm. Guys, like we're talking the highest level shamans like from that have been doing it for 30, 40 years. They've got drums. They've got, I mean, they're psychic. They're amazing. They're such good healers. And even in that room, there's people that have issues with others because they are jealous because the same things creep up as they do in, mm-hmm. in normal society. And the one conference I went to, I got really, like, I got... I got really attacked by a lot of people and mm-hmm. I realized it because I'm so new. I was new to shamanism. I was so excited. I'm like on fire about it. And a lot of people have been doing it 30, 40 years. And mm-hmm. They're like, can you just slow down? But I was like, no, this is amazing. <laughs> like, this is like, can you just see what's happening here? So I'm also no, I, I did notice that when we do get into healing arts and even with you, when you're expanding our, when we expand our healing ability, we have to still do it with humbleness because mm-hmm. um, people will get triggered. And like Richard's one of the, for me, one of the best teachers because he's very generous with his information. Mm-hmm. But that, that's not common in the healing arts. Okay, I'll yeah. tell you, that's not common. His, the way he, the way he shares is not a common thing. Mm-hmm. I think it comes from his, it, it comes from his willingness to really share his heart with people. And that's mm-hmm. why people like him because he's willing to share it without attachment. This is not a common thing in the world today. Okay, no. people want a lot for what they're sharing, and mm-hmm. they won't give it to you unless you can up a lot of money or et cetera, et cetera. And Richard, just hey, you know what? I want to share this with you because I'm passionate about this. So I want to honor him today, not just his birthday, but you know he's a really good. There's a there's very few people that are really solid healers out there. I think mm-hmm. I think something on the show we should talk about is that being a good healer isn't just being a good healer. It's like how do you share the information and how do people receive it? Mm-hmm. And there is proof in the pudding. You mm-hmm. know, um, I've known him for twenty years. Mm-hmm. You know. And we've been friends for a long time. And Richard says, I think you should get this, invest in this. Jeez, Richard, it's like 10 grand. (laughs) Okay, I'll do it. (laughs) And everything that he's asked me to invest in has always been really good. I also have a cupping machine Mm. that I got from Richard. Um, I haven't used it very much, but I see the quality in it already. And 
it's really exciting, you know, to know that, oh, I've got these tools that someone recommended and they actually work and they're, I'm going to have them for, you know, a certain amount of time because they're not junk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they cost a lot of money, but it was such, to me, it's investing in yourself. You yep. know, it's all about investing in ourselves. And so we, we talked about connecting to your heart when I, we said he, he, I was wondering if, if I could play something for your, um, you, to you, because I brought this one flute I brought um, was specifically for for Richard's you know for his birthday, but it's it's a heart flute, and I, I just want to test it out. So, is it do possible it. everybody can just close their eyes and just and let's just do a heart thing? Oh, okay. And um, no, no, right now before one oh. sec before we before we play the flute, okay. just uh, say hello to James who's on who's uh, jumped on. How's it going, James? Hey, how are you doing? What up, James? Welcome oh, back. James. Hey, how's it going? I was <laughs> middle of a drink, so my mouth was kind of full. <laughs> hey, James, you sound like you're in the next room, man. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, may- maybe in one way. <laughs> uh, no, thanks for saying hi. I was just uh, listening to you guys. I came in kind of late, so I've just been kind of, you know, absorbing. Hopped in on the jam session. I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm Bobby. Sorry I didn't reach out to you last week. I've been kind of busy with a new opportunity, and I'm trying to figure out (laughs) my schedule, and I've been letting a lot of things slip through the cracks. No problem at all. Uh, It's been a very busy couple weeks for for me, for us, so it's all good, man. We'll we'll connect. (laughs) I'm just going to sit back uh, and listen. Somebody brought an abundance um, necklace in here today so it's overflowing for everybody yeah <laughs> the abundance is flowing freely here we go okay right, here we go for, right. this is for everyone's heart okay so close our eyes let's close our eyes and let's just sink into the heart heart to see where we can where this can take us i just want you to just don't think about nothing that you've done today let it all go just be in this moment with this experience for a second
awesome. That was uh, that was a good way to honor Richard on his on his on his uh, birthday. Oh, who do we have now? Barbie LV. You know that little you did at the end there brought me back to reality. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, it's, it's a good way to have an ending, like a, kind of like a coming back. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Thank you for doing that. Thank you, Richard, for everything you've done. Thank you. Mm. Great being here. To me, this is the way to party. <laughs> yeah. What a great way to end this, the week, right? Yeah. yeah. That's why I've really been enjoying this. Yeah. So let's uh, we got, let's give it five more minutes, and we'll wrap it up. Any uh, big topics that that we haven't talked about. Anything that you want to touch base on, yeah, Richard? What's that? You can't hear me at all. Never mind. Uh, I can hear you now. <laughs> oh, I just feel feel really good today. Good. Thankful for being here. Feel light. You know, just kind of encouraged and even slight. Feeling a little bit more of a fire there, right? Just warmth, heat. Let's go. Wherever <laughs> 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 this journey leads us. Oh, yeah, Richard, I forgot to mention. I went to a rally on Tuesday night. Oh, yeah. Was it Tuesday or Thursday night? Tuesday. Tuesday, Sunset Beach. Yeah, yes, Chris cool. Guy. Yeah. He came out. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. It was really cool to be amongst like 2,000 other people, maskless. Smiling, shaking hands, hugging. Like, I was just happy to see people and in a nor- I mean, being normal. <laughs> yeah, no How weird is that? <laughs> and everybody else was super happy, just like, because we all think alike. What's the name of the guy again? Chris. Chris. Guy? Yeah. He's the guy that went yeah. through the airport and said, hey, it's against our charter of rights. Up his neck. And uh, now he's a freedom fighter, I guess. He's doing yep. a convoy all across yeah, I Canada him, now. I got on his uh, website. Yeah, yeah. realchrisguy.com. Real yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like it, the guy is amazing. He is a legend. And they're, so, I think uh, they're in Kelowna and then Calgary. They're in Kelowna right now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Calgary's next right. this weekend, I think. Well, we can be not maybe present in the body with them there, but we mm-hmm. support them from this level here, mm-hmm. spirit, right? And we need to because <clears throat> he's a warrior. Mm-hmm. More people like that. We need more people like that. Absolutely. Well, most people can't because they commit, like we said, career suicide. Right? Like yeah, I mean, it's 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 a hard balance to yeah. to walk down, right? You know, like I, I I've done the you know conspiracy theory thing, uh, like shining the light on all the pedophilia and stuff like that, and you know, it, it, I got a lot, I got customers because of it, but I definitely lost people that were going to be customers out of it it's just yeah it's, it's an interesting time to, to run a business and try and share your views yeah yeah try and be honest about about your opinions and beliefs it's crazy yeah it was really sweet though I, I, I should have I should have reached out to you and told you to come out I was up in West Vancouver it was six o'clock-ish and I was thinking of going but I know I've been there before and uh, sometimes then you can spend a couple hours trying to find parking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it was kind of a little too late. Yeah. Um, I probably should have gone there at 4 o'clock. But anyway, I uh, couldn't be there in, in body, but... 
You're there in spirit. You're there in spirit. Yeah. So sometimes I think that's good for people to remember, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be there. No, you can't be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just because you're not there doesn't mean you don't. You're support. not there. Of course. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mike. Anything to say? Thilo. Word from our sponsors. Word from our sponsors. All right. All right. There it is. There it is. And uh, that's the word. <laughs> many bears. Many bears. Thank you for the. What's this thing called? The jam. I think the jamboree. <laughs> no. Did you redo? Now you know jam. I, jamboree. <laughs> the jamboree. What do you started. call that thing? Did you redo? Yeah. Did you redo? Yeah. No problem. Um, I um. And that there's an interesting flute you brought today. That's it. Yeah, that's a heart chakra one. That's remember I told you the different. That one's specifically used for hearts. Open people's hearts. So, I gotta say, my mind was going crazy. Like in, I was imagining a lot of interesting things, (laughs) embarrassing things too. (laughs) I thought I was a monkey at one point. I was jumping around. (laughs) And I morphed into a tiger. (laughs) The jihad is real over there. (laughs) I told you when you did that blow at the end of it, like woke me right up. I was like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> That's cool. Okay, well, you play us over. What's the didgeridoo, and we'll, sure. we'll finish it up. Sure, we'll finish her up. You it helps feet. You can play it on your feet. No, yeah, 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 play it towards his feet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll hear it. Don't worry. In the, I mean, in the podcast. Take your shoes off, though. There's a lot of bass in this thing, hey? The, oh yeah, just you, the bass is good you for can you. Feel it, hey? yeah. Oh the yeah. Vibration I was wondering. I'm like, I wonder if you can like feel it around the the building and and stuff at all. No. Like if you could feel it out there. Well, you or feel something. it up there. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. bass travels. Hey, hey, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a noise complaint. We tell them, hey, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm complaining about your noise. All right. Just put your feet straight. Oops. Which way do you want? Like this? Be straight up. Like so, you're, yeah, exactly. Like so, that. Like so, so, why are we blowing? Why are you blowing this flute? Uh, sorry, this um, on his jamboree. I can't. I want to call it jamboree. I don't know why. Didgeridoo. Didgeridoo on his feet. I would prefer to blow it on, on your like if you can put your feet a little bit off the ground, like the oh. bottoms of your feet, so I can actually elevate it. Yeah, like that. Oh, the bottoms of your feet. Interesting. Skate. Close your eyes too. Grandfather's grandmother's. Just, just want to say thank you for having me today, and uh, I'd like to close out with uh, with this with this instrument. For I feel it's such a powerful instrument for grounding and for healing. I want to thank everybody here for um, inviting me and having me in the space and being so supportive of me. Really appreciate everybody um, in this room. I feel grateful and uh, feel really grateful today to be here. Like to the point of yeah. A good, grateful, like, thank you, thank you, thank you, to all my relations. Oh, I want you to just keep your feet.